<laughs> Yo! Yo, what up? It's your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to the Father Market Protocol podcast, man. We're flying solo today. Aside from that, my man, Big Mike, in the building on the sounds. Still adjusting the mic to make sure y'all hear me uh, properly. Uh, for those that don't know, um, if if you're new to the Father Market Protocol, man, uh, and you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, SoundCloud, all things comedy, man, make sure you subscribe, make sure you uh, like, make sure you comment, make sure, let us know that you're listening, you know, give us a shout out and we'll make sure we start shouting y'all back out, man. That's how, you know, that's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna give people shout outs. When people, you know, shout us out on the comments, I'm gonna start shouting y'all out on the boards, uh, you know, and we appreciate the people that have been listening, man. Um, you know, any big things coming up? I'm actually gonna be gone for a couple of weeks in May. Say, I actually said years ago, because a uh, uh, friend to the show, a buddy of mine, Mark Theobald, and also, God bless the dead, my man, Todd Lynn, a couple of friends, they, um, they do cruises, they do cruise ships. You know, and uh, and we actually for for those that don't know, cruise ship comics um, can make a nice living, man. You know, you, sometimes people, everybody wants to be, uh, you know, this big star. And I remember telling uh, Harris, who who also came and uh, we we had him as a guest uh, a couple months back, and there was a there were a couple comedians that would hang out at. There's one particular club in New York City, and you only saw them on Friday nights, Friday and Saturday nights, because there was a, excuse me, there was a comic that put this show up uh, on Fridays and Saturday nights in this this uh, this this smaller club, and not even a smaller club, but it wasn't it wasn't the the premier club. Let's say that. And so, but they they would come up on Fridays and Saturdays, and then the rest of the week you would never see these dudes anywhere else. You only saw them on Friday and Saturday at this one particular club, and people used to clown them like, "Yo, these dudes they don't exist anywhere else. They're not comedians. They they own." And, and every so often you would see like one or two of them venture out. To I remember one time seeing them like on a on a Sunday night at Boston Comedy Club, or or uh, you know just hanging out in the village might like swing through uh, the comedy cellar because they were hanging out with someone else, and you could just see the discomfort. They they weren't in their their they weren't in their element, which is weird because you're thinking, yo, you're a comedian. This is your element. You're in the comedy clubs. You're on the scene, man. But they weren't comfortable. I remember. Um, Harris, uh, well, Harris and myself and a, and a bunch of us, you know, Todd, Mark, we used to clown these dudes and be like, yo, these dudes are not comedians. They they do not feel comfortable at other comedy clubs. And then eventually one time I was hanging out at this particular club, which I almost said the name of. And and anyone that, that came up in comedy or is, is a comedian knows this club. <laughs> That's why I'm being vague that way because I don't want to offend um, anyone. But anyone that came up in New York or is coming up in New York probably knows what club I'm talking about. And uh, I remember seeing this one cat. And he was a he's a he was a lawyer by day. He was a, he was a lawyer by but well. But here's the thing, I, I learned 
I just remember, it was almost like an epiphany. I remember saying to myself, he was a lawyer, but then after, after the show, we all were hanging out after the show, and I saw he had invited a couple of people from his office down to the show, and there was one particular, uh, fine, she was fine, fine. She, she might have been a lawyer or paralegal, paralegal whatever, but she came up. She it looked like she had on her, her still her business gear. So she came maybe straight from uh, she went from work to uh, to a happy hour and then came to support my man's show. And man, she was enthralled by just she was she was blown away. We all killed, but because he was in the office or he was from the office and she knew him, but she had never seen him in this element. And he had the biggest grin on his face. And that's when it hit me. I said, you know what? Everybody isn't in this to become this, this uh, you know, Hollywood icon or comedic legend, you know, or, or uh, you know, go on the road, um, you know, 40 weeks out of the year and earn, earn a living. Some dudes are happy uh, being what my dad called reservists. You know, they, they, they work on the weekends they they have they have lives outside of comedy, but they come on Friday and Saturday and put in their their work on stage, and their victory lap is not going to the Oscars or winning any award or or getting uh, worldwide accolades. Their their uh, victory lap is going to work the next Monday and having everyone say, "Yeah, uh, guy, we had no idea. We saw you the other night. You were brilliant having that that." The, the woman in HR that you've been wanting to holler at for how long, but you didn't know how to, finally she's approaching you. Instead of you flirting, going to her desk and flirting and saying, yeah, you should check me out. I'm, I'm kind of funny. And she's like, ah. And then she finally does. And you see, you see her perspective change. Suddenly, suddenly her eyes are a little wider and her smile's a little brighter when she, she greets you, man. And so the same thing with the, with the cruise ship comics. And I'm not saying this uh, to, to down cruise ship. Uh, guys that work cruise ships. But I'm saying it, I guess, because uh, coming from a place where at some point in my career, I remember saying, oh, I'd never do a cruise ship. I don't, well, I don't do a cruise ship. You know, if you a cru you you on a cruise and you're a comedian, what's the point? But then, I get, you know what happens, maturity, you get, you get a little older, a little wiser, and you start realizing, man, you do what you got to do until the next, uh, the next opportunity. And, and so, uh, you know, I'm about, I'm doing, I'm doing two cruises in a, and it's funny cause it just, um, happens to turn out that my mother actually, um, books cruises for this particular cruise line. Um, no, no relation, but it's just, uh, funny. And so, um, the, the improv comedy clubs, well, what happened was Carnival Cruise Lines, I think George Lopez, George Lopez's company or something, they they took over uh, Carnival Cruises booking a bunch of comedians. So in the last, I say three or four years, Carnival now has like solid like solid comics that like you know uh, my my boy uh, Jason Andors, um, Jason um, you know he he stays on a Carnival cruise now. You know he yeah he he's working them a lot. Mark was working them a lot before he started um, touring with uh, Tracy Morgan. Todd was actually the first um, sort of, I guess, of the the guys on our um, on our circuit that were really, you know, working the cruises and uh, 
you know, they, they told me about one particular gentleman that wound up moving years ago, moved down to Florida because a lot of the cruises ship out of Florida, out of Miami. Dude moved to Miami and probably is on on the um can I can you even say they're on the road because they're on the water? You know what I mean? <laughs> You're on the water. This dude is probably on the water. Probably does, but he's he's been doing them so long that he now sort of has the 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 pick of where he goes and what ships he he gets on. And dude makes a nice six figure salary, man. Um, but still, I was uh, this was back in I think in uh, November. My my agent actually this particular agent left the agency um for greener pastures I guess um so blessings to him but I was salty because he left and and left my my calendar wide open I was salty man but well, that's a side note so he called me and he was like yeah we have the this cruise um and you know because for for standups that go on the road the summer for those that don't know the summer gets slow and the reason the summer gets slow is because um, people want to go outside more. You know, people don't want to um, necessarily hang out in, in, you know, dimly lit clubs that serve overpriced liquor and chicken fingers are $10, $15 a pop. Um, and then also Hollywood slows down, you know. And so guys that have, say, celebrity, um, that maybe, maybe they're, maybe they are, Actors, the majority of the year, but they also are comedic actors that might come from stand-up uh, or really are comedic actors that someone said, you know, you can earn a nice little uh, side pocket uh, change by going on the road and doing a couple of uh, clubs. So what they do, they wind up going and gigging. When, when, when TV and film dries up or gets slow for them, they come to the clubs. And so everything gets pushed down. So, and I think we spoke about this in a previous episode where um, you see more film actors now doing TV. Like, I think Halle Berry has a show coming out. Um, Spielberg produced, if I'm not, not mistaken. Yeah, uh, what's the name of it? Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, Halle Berry's... Ha Oscar-winning actress Halle Berry has a new show, I think that's Steven Spielberg. You know, it's funny, I was going to say Spielberg, and then I said, let me say his first name in case people don't know which Spielberg I'm talking about. Oh, you mean Joshua Spielberg, uh, Tyrone Spielberg. Yeah, so Steven Spielberg's producing this uh, show that Halle Berry's uh, doing, which is funny because years ago, people wouldn't, if you were a film actor, you didn't do TV. It was just almost like a separation uh, to to help maintain the hierarchy of Hollywood. The hierarchy being your film actor, then TV, then the stage, and then maybe four rungs down after that, your stand up. Stand up stand up gets no love. You know what I mean? So um so my original point being that the these uh these actor comedians are doing more club work during the summer, which makes comics that do work the road uh, more often than them, not have as much work during the summer, you know. And so um, during the summer, the, my agent, he hits me, he's like, yo, you know what, we're going to, um, we have this uh, offer for this cruise. And I was offended. I was like, I don't do cruises. I'm a comedian. I'm not a comic. A comic is a cartoon. I am a comedian's comedian. 
And then they showed me what the money was. I was like, you know, I could, I could swim. I got a life preserver. You know, I'll get on that cruise. Do what you got to do. Uh, how long is it for? It's two weeks. Hey, you know, my family cannot deal with me for two weeks. I'll do it, whatever. You know, it's nothing. So I'm uh, uh, at the beginning of May, I think. I, I got to go out for um, two weeks and then late. Late June. I'm looking. I'm. I'm actually look. You know what? It's funny. I was listening to um, uh, our producer Joseph Vessi's podcast earlier. Uh, make sure you follow Joseph on Instagram and Twitter at Joseph Vessi and check out his podcast, The Callback. Man, it's. Uh, I actually listened to it this morning. I was driving back from Atlantic City, man, and uh, Joseph's learned a couple of things because. Uh, uh, that was one of the earlier episodes. If I'm not, it was an early episode in comparison to now. And I was, I said to myself, you know what? I listened to this one. I listened to Charlemagne the God driving down yesterday. He interviewed Charlemagne the God, which was a dope, uh, dope interview. And so I said, you know what? Let me listen to because I know he's uh, he has like three episodes with uh, uh, Romney Mal- Malco. And so I said, let me listen to the first one. And maybe I'll listen to half of the Chris Rock one. Yo, that first one, I, I, I put it on as soon as I got in the car and crossed the Verrazano. I was like, it's, uh, it's still going. He's still talking. What else do they have to say? And pulled up to the house. They're still going. I still, let me see. I still, I think I have, let me see. I'm, I'm, I'm opening up my, uh, uh, to see how much, how much remains. I still, I still have. It's going an hour and fifty-five minutes and twenty-seven seconds, and I still have ten minutes and forty-five seconds to go. Joseph, I'm looking at your dumb grin because you got me for two hours plus. Because uh, I pause it and I listen to Sean. I'm just playing, but y'all check it out. It's, it's it's actually a really really good podcast, man. And we we're gonna get get him on all things comedy real soon because we're making sure that Magical and crew. Know about uh, the podcast uh, and and the callback. So, what was my original point? Uh, so with yeah, with the with the cruises, man. I said, uh, you know what? I'll go ahead and I'll I'll, I'll knock it out because I I know I'm gonna ha- probably have to during this two weeks. I'll probably have to record, put some in the can to make sure uh, we keep the fans uh, still wanting more. And even even say, you know, it's funny. The same thing with the cruises doing Atlantic City. Uh, when they when they booked me for this gig, I was like, man. Well, when they first called me for it, I was like, oh, yo. And this is how this 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 is not just me. This is just the mind of any any performer. Is that when they first called me, they were like, yeah, uh, they want you for for this gig in Atlantic City. So the money was decent. I said, I was like, all right, you know, I'll do that. I ain't been to AC in a second. And then in my mind, I was like, yo. I'm doing. I stopped calling. It's not Atlantic City. I'm like I'm. I'm doing AC. You know, you feel like you're part of the team now. <laughs> doing AC, baby. Last time I did uh, Atlantic City, this is how long ago it was. Kevin Hart. This we talked about this with Big J uh, recently. Kevin Hart was booking a room called, I think it was called Sweetbacks. He was still Lil Kev the bastard. He still walked on stage going Ey! dancing. And uh, and and I think I lost two hundred dollars, um, playing blackjack. I, actually, I didn't lose it. Kev lost it for me because Kev, the little hustler, and we we were hanging out uh, at the blackjack table. I was watching him play, and this dude wound up winning like 
Like he he put down, he started with 200. He wound up, he was like up to a G. So I was like, yo, I was like, you know what you're doing. And he was like, yeah, man. He was like, why don't you play? I was like, man, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. He was like, well, here, give me the money. I'll play it for you. This dude lost my money in 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 three hands. And then when it was over, I just was sitting there. I was like, you know, when when somebody loses your money in front of you, you just kind of looking with a smile and the smile face. I was like, oh, so um, so so now what? He was like, that's it. It's it's gone. It didn't. I tried. You saw I tried. I couldn't flip it. I was like, oh, okay. So I went. I think that was probably like a five hundred dollar gig. So I still went home saying, well, I still got three hundred. Um. But yeah, so when, when they called me to do the gig, I was all excited. And then a couple of weeks ago, someone hit me. I think it was Naja. I think her name is Naja. Ah, Matthews. Uh, well, anyway, she posted, yo, I just saw um, your face or your picture on well, yeah, a billboard going to, you're going to be in Atlantic City in a couple of weeks. I was like, word? I'm on the billboard. Let me tell you something about reality hitting you in the face, really smacking you in the face. So as I'm driving into AC, I'm listening to Vessi and Charlemagne yapping, and I see a big billboard. Tracy Morgan's going to be there. And I see, I don't know, like, uh, you know, some some popular uh, EDM uh, DJ, and I see Bill Cosby's going to be there. I'm like... Oh, they must they must just, and now the billboards are electronic too. So they 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 come on and then they disappear. So I was like, you know, let me maybe I should maybe I should pull my pull my uh my phone out. Maybe I'll see my uh my picture up there. So I don't see it. Then uh then I'm like, as you're driving through uh, Atlantic City, uh you see the big hotels, you see like Bally's, and you see us uh, as you come across the bridge, you see Trump. And um, what's the, the the Caesars? Um, what's the not the Bellagio? The uh, um, starts with a B. Damn, I can't. Uh, ah, the the Borgata. Um, you see, and then so you get to the get to the bottom of the hill over the bridge, and you bust eleven. You see all the big casinos, and then I'm just driving. And then as I'm driving, I see it start getting a little more desolate, and then it starts becoming a little more. Um, just local, like the hood, right? And I'm like, yo, uh, where's the casino I'm performing at? It's called it's called the uh, Revel, Revel. Uh, it's called Revel, I think, R E V E L, which is lever backwards. If for anyone that didn't realize that, little tidbit of uh the information. Uh, and then the road eventually runs out. I'm like, okay, the GPS messed up. Where is it? It was it was nestled in. I had just passed it, so I pulled the UE. Nestled. It's actually a real, real fly uh, casino. It's just it's newer. It's a newer casino. So I go, I park. Um, I I see things saying, yeah, make sure you bring your ticket uh, and pay before. But I'm like, I I didn't I didn't get a ticket. I think I just snuck in. And then my mind is like, oh, you know what? Maybe they realized people are gonna come, so why charge people? The park. That's what it is. They wouldn't want our five dollars. But then I realized later on, oh, okay, they they hit you on the way out. They want you to pay on the way out. Um, so uh, there is no ticket when you go in. It's not like if you pay by the hour, you just pay, and you figure the 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 tens of thousands of people pay that five dollars. That that turns into a lot of money. 
So I get to the hotel as I'm walking through. Do I see a billboard? No. Do I see a giant poster? No. I see one of those kiosks with the with the rolling uh <laughs> with the rolling flyer. And once again, I see the same big uh, EDM DJ, and then it rolls, and it says uh, it has a listing for the 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 upcoming shows uh, in the in the social. The name of the club is called the Social, and so you see, like uh, I think Mark Vieira is gonna be there, and my man Ralph Harris, and uh, Big J did it, and then that's when I was like, oh. She didn't see a poster. She just saw my name. <laughs> she saw my name and I ran my 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 imagination ran with it. But it's all good. And so I was sitting there with um with uh comics last night. But here's what's funny, you do the gig and then you're shook because it has all these contractual things that they uh reiterate. So on the uh, the deal memo and then the uh, the advance, which which gives you your sort of itinerary, it says comics must check in by seven o'clock p.m. Check in must be in their hotel room by seven p.m. Do you know I was I was actually like, well, what what if what if I had traffic? So I left I left New York yesterday at three just to be safe, and I actually checked in at about six o five, and then I was like, here, you know what? Should I text dude from down here? No, he said be in your room. So let me make sure I text him once I get to my room. Because what if he, what if he's double checking and he calls me in, in my room? So I get in the room and I call, and I text him and he's like, oh man, I ain't even there. Uh, Nicole's there, so she'll be handling things. And then I, I get to the uh, venue. It was actually had a lot of fun, man. It was a fun show. Um, yeah, because it's like I said, it's just it's a newer it's a newer casino. That's what it is. It's down. It's, it's it's further down the strip. So that's uh that's why, um, I started getting nervous. I said like, I ain't gonna front. At one point, I was like, did did Sweetbacks just get a new casino? Am I gonna? Is is Kev making a surprise appearance? Is Lil Kev the bastard? But it was a uh, it was a great show. Had a lot of fun. And uh, casino gigs are weird, man. Because um, the last casino I did was a uh, San Manuel Casino. Out in uh, L.A., the people that booked the 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 fabulous Jamie Masada. Hello, buddy. He uh, he's the owner, proprietor, booker of the laugh the um, the laugh factory out in L.A. Well, actually, he runs all of them. He runs uh, because they've expanded the franchise, so it's not not only the laugh factory in L.A., but it's also. I apologize for. <laughs> For snorting uh, into the microphone, I tried backing up. I apologize to the listeners, but it could have been worse. I could have been whispering in your ear like right now. So, um, he runs Laugh Factory LA uh, in Hollywood, Laugh Factory in Long Beach, Long Beach, ooh wee, Laugh Factory in Chicago, and I believe there's a Laugh Factory in Las Vegas, baby. Ooh, like that. And so, uh, every once, once, uh, once a year, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie gaffles me into doing this casino. And uh, the beauty of doing doing uh, the casinos, really, it just means that when you get back to L.A. Because Jamie, um, this is one of the clubs that actually pays you like it's a real job. So you get you got to wait two weeks. I, I still can't stand that. But I've got I've learned to make it work to my advantage because usually when you work the lab factory, 
unlike, say, uh, the the improv or even the store, I guess, um, who will pay you the 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 night of, even though the improv still <laughs> the improv the improv is funny because improv hands you an envelope with <laughs> with like twelve dollars, like improv, <laughs> the improv on Melrose lays me out and and. And everyone knows, so it's not like I'm I'm letting some big secret out. The improv, they 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 had a strike years ago. They um comics united to to strike against the wages, but um, you know, like I look at it like I'm not going I'm not going to the improv to to make that seven dollars or the twelve dollars that they pay you. Go to the improv just to because you get a lot of opportunities. You 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 know, you'll have your suits, your agents and managers or or Prospective agents and managers or Hollywood or industry types will come down and check the shows out. But Jamie, I will say, is one of the more um, liberal-minded and fair clubs on the West Coast because uh, they actually pay more like a New York City club where you can't earn... You can you get something. You ain't getting rich off it, but you get a little something. And with Sam Manuel, uh, last... I did it uh, last... Uh, well, not last. I did it like two months ago. I was in L.A. in February. On the side, I I always was one of those people. I, I now I I used to despise and still do when people say, "Oh, like it, say it's September," and people are like, "Yeah, you know, last summer." And you're like, "Do do you mean a year ago last summer?" And they're like, "No, like uh, in August." I'm like, "Well, let's just say in August. Don't say last last summer. That it was it was two days ago. It's September third. You know." Or second, whatever. Um, so I just did that where I said last, <laughs> I said last February, but I really just meant uh, um, a month and a half ago. I did, I did uh, the club, and how he got me to do it was I hadn't done this uh, casino in probably like two years because it's far, and in LA they're not gonna. Get, I'm, I'm sure if you if you really pitch bitch. You could get a hotel room, but usually you're not. You're like, you know what? I'll drive down, do it, and drive back. Um, I'll carpool with other comics that are on the show, what have you. And so I hadn't done it in a while. And Jamie, uh, Jamie's uh, assistant uh, Cecily, who also books, uh, helps him book the the clubs. Um, she calls me one day, and I didn't answer the phone. Then she called me back immediately. So I was like, hey, Cecily, what's going on? She's like, oh, hey, Dean, I um, I have Jamie on the line for you. So I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, what's up? So I'm like, hey, what's up, Jamie? Jamie uh, just bogarts. He's like, buddy, buddy, listen, what are you waiting on? They want you back at the casino. You haven't done the casino in a long time. I was like, oh, man. And you know what? <laughs> I'm laughing because he had... He backdoored me because he know he knew I wouldn't just if they said because when they when what what the, a lot of the clubs do now like uh, the improv and the factory when they want you to uh, if if you want to work the clubs they send out an email every week and then like with the improv you just have to they have like the a week and a half two weeks of dates listed and you click on what no you know what you take the days that you can work and you just put it in the subject line of your email that because and it saves them time instead of them having to go through the email they just say okay Dean Edwards can work on uh Monday the 1st and Tuesday the 2nd and Friday the the 5th and Saturday the 6th you know that's how they do it and then at the factory the factory 
lists out and you it's uh I think it's more of a um like an HTML file or something like that where you you just you you click on the dates you can work and it always says if you cannot work the Long Beach or the uh, San Manuel Casino, please specify. And so I always specified because they know because they know now a lot of comics don't want to make that drive to the casino. A lot of comics, there was a time where I would drive to Long Beach, but now I just, I don't feel like making that drive as, as often. I'd rather just work in Hollywood and stay local because I can hit more spots in Hollywood. And then after I hit my spots, you know, hang out with my friends or maybe, uh, you know, go go to another club and just check out some other comics, you know, what have you, or go back and write. Or maybe, maybe you have an audition the next day or a meeting the next day you want to prepare for. Whereas if you're driving to Long Beach... Or even saying, man, well, that's now Long Beach. I say, give yourself an hour to get there. So that's a two-hour round trip. And and saying, man, well, that's uh that's probably like a two-hour trip. So that's four hours of your night. Um, but yeah, he said, oh, buddy, we need you. We need you there. And he did. You see what he did? He 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 stroked the ego just enough. They want you. These people. They've they've been saying, "When is Dean coming back?" Ain't nobody said that. <laughs> you know, I'm smart enough to know nobody said that anytime recently because I hadn't been there in a in a couple of years. So I said, "You know what, Jamie? Next time I'm in LA, I'll do it. Go ahead and just uh, put me in." And sure enough, next time I was in LA, I was like. Damn, I, I did promise him, so I did it. I went down uh, with some of my boys. We drove down, and uh, it had had a good show. And and was what I my original point being the uh, casinos are are challenging because people don't go to casinos if it's if it's not a big name. Well, not only that, but if if you go, oh, you're looking at a map right now. Yeah, it's it's, it's far from LA. How 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 many miles does it say? Does it say? Yeah, this. I mean, that's that's a 90, 90 miles at least minimum. And, and so when people go to comedy shows that are in like the club or the lounge, it's not a destination. Like people will say, oh, you know what? We have some time to kill. Let's stick our head in the comedy club. So you have you have a. Uh, you have a, a heavy um, overturn of the audience, which is frustrating as a performer because you're like, if I'm on, if I gotta be on stage for twenty minutes or forty minutes or an hour, I want people that that strap in and go on the ride. I don't want people coming in, you know, midway and they're watching ten minutes and then leaving before they decide. Here, I gotta go try and win back this this rent money, you know. Um, so I will say that, uh, especially because I know San Manuel, sometimes it gets real, it gets a little rowdy in there, you know. Um, well, they ha they have everything, but I'm saying it's an Indian reservation, yeah. Um, but so when when people come to come to check out the shows, like at San Manuel, you get you get this cross section of some of everyone. Um, on the West Coast, you get black, you get uh, Mexican, you, get, you got Asian, you have old people, young people, white people, black, you know, it's just some of everybody. And they aren't always there necessarily for the show. They're there because the show's probably free because they're already in the casino. Um, they might have, you know, some special drink 
uh, hookups where go to a comedy show to support to check out the comedy show and drinks are half off. So nobody really. It's not fun to have to deal with that. So going to do this show at uh at the club uh in Atlantic City last night at uh, Revel, I was I and and then. Also, the fact that Jay told us um, that he didn't have the best time doing the casinos. Um, I was I was looking forward to it, but I was also like, you know, let me have my Kevlar on, have my have my uh, gear ready in case it has to be a battle, of, in case I have to fight. But now I had a I had a I had a blast last night, man. I, um, you know, I look forward to returning. Um, I just got a phone call from. Zero 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 zero. That's crazy, right? That's funny. Um, huh? Is that what? That's my carrier. Really? I just paid them. What? What could they want? Yeah, that's it. I've been with Sprint. This is how long, I've been with Sprint so long that I sometimes don't pay them. <laughs> I won't pay Sprint for like two months, and I. Not because I don't want. Honestly, I just you know what happened. I switched from um, from paper like two years. This always happens for the last two years. I switched from paperless. Anybody else do this? You switch from paperless because they because they keep hounding you every time you go online. They're like um, switch to paperless because that saves them money. They don't have to send, send the pay for postage. They can just send you an email and flood your email inbox. So then when you fill out the uh, uh, the, when you go to the website, it says, uh, would you like to subscribe to Paperless? And you're like, oh, I'll go Paperless. But then you also have to make sure you click all the other checks that say, would Would you like us to include you on all our um, special promotions? You got to click no. You got to uncheck the box. Otherwise, you're going to get flooded with emails from whoever your carrier is. So I switched to, um, I switched to Paperless. But now, subsequently, I forget... Well, my bills do. Even when they send the the uh, text saying, just a, as a reminder, and that's how it always starts off friendly and then gets passive aggressive. Uh, by the time they owe, owe you some, you owe them some money. It starts off um, as a friendly reminder. Your bill is going to be due in two weeks. So, uh, if you could please send your uh, send uh, re remit. That's where where I learned the word remit. Please remit payment. Um, by dialing star three or or mailing your uh, your check out uh, with the envelope, but I'm like, you don't send an envelope anymore. Remember? Then, as, as say the the weeks pass, you know, you're a couple of days out. Um, uh, please keep in mind that uh, your bill is now going is due on the 23rd. So please remit payment. And then <laughs> then they start threatening. They suddenly they suddenly like. Uh, your payment is now passed too, so please uh, send payment um, by dialing star three. If you've already paid your bill, please disregard this. But then when when <laughs> now let some time pass, and I know I ain't the only person that's let let that happen because I always mean to. I'm always like, oh, you know, what? I'll pay them on Monday when I pay the other bills. I was just remember, and then they hit you with. <laughs> Uh, your your account is now scheduled to scheduled to be disconnected. Please remit payment. There's a little more bass in their voice. You know, you see a couple more caps in the in the text, and then finally they hit you with the um. They start calling. They start calling you, 
And now they've started calling from real area codes. Like, it used to be from 800 numbers. Now you'll get a text from a 917 number, because I'm in 917 New York. You'll get a text. You'll get a call first from a 917, and then the, they'll leave the message, and they're like, hold up, this is a 917. How Sprint think they're slick. That's what they're doing. And then finally, you wake up one morning, and you send a text, and it doesn't go out. It's still red. It doesn't turn green. Or you go to make a phone call, and you hear the, uh, you're now being directed to billing. You're like, oh, okay. And then you hear this large bill. You're like, oh, I haven't paid this in two months. But that's because I've been with, I've been with my company for so long that I now, because that's what happened. I, I didn't pay the bill. <laughs> I hadn't paid the, I didn't pay the bill last month. They didn't threaten me. I didn't pay the bill again. And then they, uh, then they, uh, they said you're you're gonna get disconnected. So I called them. I was like, oh, you know what? I'll pay it uh, in in two weeks. So now it's really been, now it's been two and a half, almost three months. And I forgot. And then one morning, actually, when I was in the Hartford, that's what it was. I woke up and the phone was off. I was like, oh, my bad. I forgot. So I was like, oh, here, let me let me make sure I pay it. These are the problems. This is what kind. Com- this is comedy life, baby. It's the Father Muckin' Protocol with Father Muckin' Dean, Father Muckin' Edwards. I'm now taking a sip of water because I'm dry. Uh, that's a much better feeling. So yeah, man. So I'm uh I'm looking forward to to doing these cruises because I I think especially listening to um, Vessie and Romney, I've been telling myself, you know, what, I gotta sit down and uh, uh, write some more. I haven't been writing as much as far as you know screenplay and story ideas so i think um that's my that's my goal while while i'm on the cruise ship to at least get through act 1 of something cuz i have a couple of things i think i work every night but maybe one night off but then i think on saturdays there are uh there are two two shows in a night and what people told me the hardest um uh, the hardest thing I should say about doing the uh, doing the cruises is that you might have people returning um, multiple times, you know. But you know what? They're, I mean, they're 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 usually um, there. There's a lot to do on on cruises where, like, I I know I've been. I've, well, if they just want to see comedy, then you have another. Then you have a stalker. That's you have the 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 bigger problem is not the fact that you have someone uh that that wants to see see comedy. Uh the biggest problem is you have someone that is going to bother you your entire trip. You have someone that is going to continue to bug you and even after you come off stage, you have you're going to have the budding You know what? I always thought about uh doing comedy, man. I always thought about ch- trying that comedy and so they're gonna uh want to want to talk to you and pick your brain and i did man i'm telling you because uh, i don't want it to sound stank and i think uh the listeners that uh have been riding with the show for for um these these last couple of months know that i'm i have no problem encouraging people man i i, I tell people man get out there and do it. I, I always suggest that uh, you know you get out there and and, and try it. I, I'm always of the belief that you know what, 
throw it out there. Get on stage. People are always like, um, yeah, you have any suggestions? I'm like, man, get on stage and you will know whether or not you want to get back on stage. You know what I mean? So I have no problems encouraging people. But when it's time to move on, I want to move on. You know, um, they they even spoke about, uh, I think, uh, Joe and, um, and Romney were discussing that how, you know, some people are people person. People, people, people. I'm a people person. So I like talking about people and vibing with people. I like, you know, hearing people's perspectives. Uh, that's why you have either a road manager or or your wife or someone that can pull you and say, okay, we have to go. Because I'll, I'll tr- when, when I'm done, but people are still, people are still talking, they're giving you love. I, I like, you know, sw- you know, bathing in that love and, and giving the love back. So I don't mind it, but on, on a cruise ship for two weeks, son, you're stuck there. And I can imagine, I know Mark said when he was on the cruises, he had different hours than the average person. So he would go and maybe hit the gym and then go find somewhere, a little quiet corner of the ship and just get his writing done. So that's, 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 that's my plan. You know, I, I, I hope that by August, I'm, I'm telling everyone, yeah, man, I finished my first draft. We'll see. And, and it's, you know, it is good that I'm saying it because if I put it out there, then there's a chance that, uh, I I'll be too embarrassed to not accomplish something because I don't want people saying, "Yeah, man, did you so did you get any writing done?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, it's uh, it started off as a good idea. I wrote a new joke. I wrote I got I got a new bit. I got I got three new minutes of material, you know. So um, here I'm looking I'm looking to see what uh, let me see uh, length of each show. The cool thing. Normally, when I headline, you got to do 45 to an hour. Here, it says 35 minutes headlining, and then the main stage, 18 minutes. So that means, let's see, how many shows? I'm looking. I, I apologize for taking this long, y'all. Yes, geez, May 10th. That just looks long. The 10th of this. 14 days. Look, it says number of shows, approximately 14 to 15. One per night. And two nights of two shows. So, oh wow, yeah. So that's so that means I think probably on Saturday you're doing two two a night, and uh, yeah, that's a uh, woo. That's gonna be a long, gonna be a long stretch, baby. Gonna be a long stretch, and, and I look forward to telling y'all all about how how the show's going. And this is not our last show, but I mean, it's these the the cruises aren't gonna be for another month. You know, I, I don't have. And you know it's funny because I how I said that most uh, things slow down for comics. I actually things kind of picked up uh, for me because I think uh, you know in April we just came off of uh, doing um, what this what did I do? I did Hartford. I did the uh, Revel Casino, and uh, we're doing the DC Improv. Oh, we did the DC Improv and uh, Syracuse uh, Funny Bone. Again, oh, you know, the bad gig. Here's the thing, right? Well, hold on, let me finish the first thought. So, um, May, May, I'm, I'm doing the cruise for two weeks, and then I think, uh, the, the latter part of um, May, well, you know, no, I have some things that we're still working on, and then early June, 
anyone that's in D.C. in the month of June, um, we have a, a couple of things to plug. I'm, I'm actually back at the D.C. Improv on, uh, on June 2nd, Monday, June 2nd, for uh, a benefit for, uh, I think his name is uh, the, the Comedy Fundraiser. By uh, it's called the uh, the Geo Fund. I think it's you a baseball fan at all? Geo Fernandez or Hernandez? Geo Hernandez. Yeah, I'm doing his uh his his uh, charity organization's benefits. He plays uh, Geo yeah Geo Gonzalez of the Washington Nationals. So I'm doing that. Um, if you're in the D.C. area, come out support. And if you can't come out and support, man, just give to uh give to his um. Uh, Give to his company, you know, or not his company, give to his fundraiser, the GEO Fund, G-I-O Fund. And then I'm at Hyena's Comedy Club in Dallas, Texas, the first weekend of June. Uh, that's uh, the 5th, 6th, and 7th of June I'll be out there. Man, so it's, um, yo, it's going down, son. Um, now, as far as hell gigs, you know what? I'm almost tempted to hold back because I want, I want, I know Vessi. We're, 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 Joe's going to be on the next episode and I want him to, uh, I want, I don't want to just spout out my experience, but you know what? I'll, I'll give y'all a slight overview. Like I was booked to do a show a couple weeks ago by the time you hear this. Uh, and, uh, and I, I haven't been doing a lot of what, what we were talking about, um, the Chitlin Circuit gigs, a lot of, and, and you know what? In fairness to the black, the people that do it right, the black promoters that do it right, um, it's almost unfair that you gr get grouped in. But they, the Chitlin Circuit isn't all bad, you know. Black Circuit is not all bad, um, but there are some janky promoters out there, right? There's a movie called Janky Promoters starring Ice Cube. Um, that y'all should go check out. If you don't, if you're not familiar with the term janky promoters, go check it out, man. So I got booked to do this gig. Um, and it just, it was uh from start from before I got down there, it was just it was just a mess, man. It was just bad. It was bad form. And this is not a this is not to take away from the the person, is it the 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 some promoters mean well, right? This promoter meant well. He had the best intention of putting together a great show, a great weekend for the good people of this great community that I went to. Yeah, and, and if he hears this, if he is hearing this, he should know that I'm being respectful because I'm not saying what city I was in. I'm not calling out his company. But it just, it was, but if you're listening, dog, you know it was on some jankiness, you know? It was just, it was, it was a bad situation that graduated uh, from bad to worse because it started off, it was supposed to be uh, myself and a couple of my buddies were on the show. And then as the date drew near, um, my buddies suddenly weren't included on the show, and which, which annoyed me because that was why I agreed to do the show. Then... Uh, then the promotion of the show mainly was it wasn't handled properly, and so he calls me four days out from the show and, and is telling me that for X amount of like for four shows, only fifty tickets are sold. 
I'm like, well, what, what, wait, what? And so now the four shows are getting condensed into two shows. Instead of two Friday, two Saturday, it's one Friday and one Saturday. And and this is also to let y'all know that the headache that that uh, performers deal with on a on a consistent basis. Because as as a performer, and this is honestly, this is why you have representation. You have reps to buffer all of this so that you don't you. As a, as a performer, your main goal, your main focus is your show. Doing the show and executing the show at the highest uh, level possible so that people leave that show saying, we want to see that person again, or we want to return to this club or venue again to see another similar type of show. That's That's the only thing I should be focused on. I shouldn't be focusing on... Um, you only sold fifty tickets. I shouldn't be focused on, uh, like the with with the uh with the show. When he booked me for it, I always I know from just doing this twenty two years now that usually when you go on the road, they want to do they want to do a a a big blast of media, um, the day of or the day before. Whenever you get to town, they want you to go do a bunch of radio. They want you to go do uh, a bunch of television. Uh, anyone that follows me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Dean Edwards knows that wherever I wherever I am, I'm 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 documenting it to take y'all on the ride with me. So you're like, oh, Dean Dean was just at that radio station with that. Oh, it looks like they had fun. Or he was at that that TV show. It looks like he had fun. And it's it's a. Uh, it's 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 the equivalent in the movie industry. It's uh, it's press junkets. It's when when you see someone um, wearing the same outfit and you're like, hold up, I just saw them on Access Hollywood. Now they're on Entertainment Tonight or or uh, Extra or uh, The View. I saw them on The View this morning. It's because they're just doing press to promote. Yeah, they're doing the rotation. They're promoting whatever pro whatever new movie, whatever new TV show, whatever new album. Um, and in my case, I'm going around whatever uh, club I'm performing at. So I, when when he, he called me about uh, flying, we just discussed flights. And I like talk. If I can talk to the people directly as opposed to going through my my reps, I, I'm not going to say I prefer it, but I don't mind it because it just makes it easier. It's easier for me to... Uh, to say to whoever's whoever's buying the ticket, all right, here's my uh, here's my Delta information. Uh, make sure you plug it in because I I want this particular seat and the economy economy plus seats are only available if you put in my Sky Miles number. Shout out to everybody that flies Delta and knows knows that Sky Miles life, baby. <laughs> knows that upgrade life, baby. Because I sure though I got I got upgraded to first uh, going and coming, which 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 is awesome. Um, and so I, I, I'd rather do that than say to, uh, my, my agent's assistant or my manager's assistant, all right, here's my information, send it to them. And now that's two extra steps because now the, the promoter or whoever's bringing you in has to contact them who, who's the, and then they'll, the assistant will now contact me. If I can do it directly, that just means less, less, uh, possibilities for anything to mess up. So I said to him, yo, you need me to fly in? Um, are we doing media on Friday morning? He was like, nah, nah, we, well, I, I, got, I got you, baby. I was like, all right, well, all right, well, no media. Okay, well, all right, cool. 
And then two weeks before the show, he hits me and says, yo, you think you could change to a flying Thursday night? All right, man, I can see. But if, if um, because they wanted me to come do the, the uh, local, I don't know, uh, the local good morning whatever show on TV. So I told him, yeah, you can, you can change the flight, but it looks like it's going to be about $600. Oh, no, no, we don't need to, you know. Because the ticket, I think, was probably only like three fifty, so he didn't want. But you know, it's, there's something said about uh, the old adage that says you got to spend money to make money. Because I, I truly believe if we, I listen, people, I give good TV, I give good radio, and I give good TV. If if I'm promoting a club, I know I know what to do. I know doing Denzel or Tracy Morgan on on TV show in the morning. That's what people want to see because that's what makes people say, oh, you know what? I got to go see dude. Dude's, dude's a nutcase. He's hilarious. He didn't want to do that. I think that that affected the, the numbers, as it were. So uh, that was one. That was just one in, in, uh, in a plethora of things that went wrong. Uh, my dudes, they weren't on the show. He said to one of my, my boys, one of them's in Cali, one's in New York, writing on my man Lil Rel's new show. And he was like, yeah, I told he he can catch a bus down to this. But I was like, nobody wants to take a 15-hour bus ride for this money. You know, it's just those days are gone. You you did. I, I took 50, I remember taking a 15-hour bus ride uh to go link up with uh to go do a show in Cincinnati where you leave New York City from Port Authority at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, on Greyhound or Peter Pan is is not it's beyond crazy because let me tell you something. Every type of creature that exists on this planet and walks upright on two legs gets on Greyhound and Peter Pan bus at two o'clock in the morning. And all of them are loud. You you no nah, no nah, turn down for what? That's you you have you have a Nigerian that does it and it's speaking the native tongue. You have you have a Russian that is they they're communicating with whoever, and you have a, a mother with a child, and they're, they're everybody's loud at three o'clock in the morning on a bus going to Cincinnati. I don't know why, but it just is. There's no decorum, and everyone's like, well, shoot, if they loud, I'm be louder. And it doesn't go straight to Cincinnati. It stops everywhere. If you look at a map and you look at the, the straight line between New York City and Cincinnati and it's not a straight line, it's a nine-hour drive, but it's probably a 15, 16-hour bus ride because you're stopping and starting all over again. So when he's, I was offended that he told my boy, uh, to, that he could catch the bus and ride down because this is a dude that that knows better and tour and and goes on the road. But we all unified to do this gig at a um at a, a lower rate than normal, I guess, because we're like, you know what, we haven't all been on the road together in a long time. It'll be fun. So when they both when both my boys were off the show, I was PO. I was PO, dude. Uh, I'd say within the last two weeks, the last week and a half, two weeks. So yeah, relatively last minute. I was I was PO'd, and then I get down there. And it was just uh, nickel and diming as far as the money wasn't all there, and uh, 
Yeah, I'll give you half of it after before the first show tonight, and then half before the first show tomorrow. And then the half wasn't there, and show started at eight thirty, and there are about four or five calls in between. Then telling me, okay, I've raised this much money. Okay, I got this much money. Okay, uh, we have this many people in the audience. Okay, how can we get? Um, can I give you this much? And I said, well, even if you do, that's shy of the the full amount. And then he finally has to have his partner write me uh, a check that I have to go cash the next month. No, but I I wound up. I said they they had me bring it in cash at the next morning. You know how um, you ever been? And this is a world that's that's new to me. I've been to like Target and Walmart and seen those banks in the front. I always wondered, well, where this where was this bank before? Walmart and Target were open. Well, um, one of the other promoters wrote me a check from that bank, and so I had to go. So now I'm in Walmart, and someone recognizes me. Hey, you, uh, I saw you on Guy Code. What are you doing at the bank in Walmart? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you a funny nigga. What, what you doing in here? Yeah, man. So it was that type of weekend. We'll, 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 we'll go more. I'll give y'all more. That was just a sneak preview of what Vessi and I are going to um, discuss. We also, on the next episode, um, Joe, Joseph, uh, Joseph took, um, well, he actually, he, he interviewed on the Callback podcast. He interviewed, um, or he, I should say, he had an interview, a three-part interview with Larry Moss, who's this, uh, this great uh, acting coach to everyone from like DiCaprio to Hillary Swank, you know, these, uh, Oscar-winning actors and uh, nominated actors. And so uh, uh, from from working with him uh, or interviewing him, I guess Moss uh, told him he'd give him some acting uh, lessons over the course of, was it a month? I think it was, yeah, it was seemed like two months worth. And so that's why Vessi was gone for so long. But it, it allowed me to feel comfortable the way I am now. I'm not saying um as much as I used to, you know, uh, and look, as I said it, I said, uh, <laughs> and so next time on our next episode, I want to, I want to, um, talk to Vessi about what he feels the, the, um, the coaching sessions did and how, and what he, what difference he sees now in himself as an actor versus when, when he, uh, would go on auditions prior to working with, uh, with Mr. Moss. So that's on the next one, man. Yo, I, I think we got through this one. I appreciate y'all ride, riding with me today because I am a little tired from uh, from driving in from from Atlantic City. I literally I I drove in, um, got out of the car, got in the living room, and Mike set up the microphone and and we started running. Man, I haven't eaten yet. I had half a granola bar this morning. So I, it's time if you hear my my little Wayne stomach going. You know, that's my little Wayne stomach. Um, that's because I haven't haven't consumed anything. I want a slice of pizza, man. That's what I'm gonna do. Because if you if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna be a monkey, be a father mucking gorilla. Ooh, ooh, you know. So um, y'all, as always, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Dean Edwards, man. Uh, check out all things comedy. Um, and and some of our our buddies. Check out my man. Uh, Dean Del Rey is also on All Things Comedy. Go to allthingscomedy.com and check out check out Dean Del Rey's podcast, Let There Be Talk. Check out my, my buddy 
Ian Edwards, the soccer soccer comic rant, and and you can follow these dudes. Um, you can check my retweets because we always uh tweet each other. But Dean Delray, D E L R A Y, and Ian Edwards is just uh, I think Ian's is Ian Edwards comic on uh Twitter and Instagram. These are really funny cats, uh, good friends, man. And uh, obviously, you can check out Billy's uh Monday morning podcast. Ari Shafir and, and uh, crew, they have their podcast, uh, uh, The Champs. Check out The Champs podcast. Yo, check out check out um, my man Dan St. Germain. Um, you know, next next episode, I promise, I promise to to have the name of Dan St. Germain's uh, podcast. I'm actually, I'm looking it up now on my emails. <laughs> I'm looking it up on my emails because I I uh I promised that I would start. You know, they have they have a podcast and they're down with the all things comedy uh podcast uh network now too. So make sure you check out Jan- Dan St. Germain's. Look, I'm 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 searching. Yeah, it's called My Dumb Friends. That's the name of it. Check out Dan St. Germain's and uh and Sean Donnelly's My Dumb Friends podcast now also available on All Things Comedy. Man, uh Follow me, uh, tag me if you want to find out when I'm coming to your city. And uh, and subscribe, comment, like, and, and, and keep supporting, man. I appreciate the love, and you throw me that love, and I'll throw that love back. It's as, as Lauren L. Boogie said years ago, it's all about reciprocity. I think I hit that note kind of good. Kind of good. I think I did a good job hitting that note. Get some red, red. You know what I just learned? If 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 you want to write like get some good vibrato, just put your knuckle under your neck and shake as you do it. Now watch how I hit the note. To get some red, reciprocity. So no one loves you more than me. I love y'all, man. Two fingers. We'll catch y'all next time. Big Mike, thanks for the sounds. I am Dean Edwards, baby. That's who I am. Two fingers. Easy. <laughs>